welcome to another episode of the Open Book Besties. I'm Misty Walker. And I'm Kay Webster. And uh, this is take two because <laughs> we had some technical difficulties. We have been doomed since the start of this podcast we today because we, we had issues, you know, since the get-go and mm-hmm. you can hear I couldn't I couldn't hear you then you couldn't hear me and then internet was faulty and yeah so and then we lost our recording that we had started yeah so it's yeah. just special but you know it's one of those days one of those days and neither one of us are very um technologically knowledgeable right well and you know what's funny is so. we probably could we we probably could be if we put our minds to it, because we're not dumb. However, we both married IT guys and they're very yeah, like, yeah. I'll just do it. And yeah, so okay. it's like, okay, it's easy to be the damsel in distress when they'll just do it. Right. You know? And as my husband always says, what are you going to do when I die? And I'm like, I won't turn the television on. Cause I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be like doing the exact, like nothing will ever get updated for sure because you have a hard time with that so it'll be like you know 2050 or whatever and you're still working on your 2020 Uh (laughs) yes I will continue with you know the same old thing and it will be very terrible so he can't die (laughs) yeah exactly yeah not allowed no I I definitely need to die before my husband because I, I, I wouldn't be able to do anything with like my house would just fall apart because he does all of the, like the upkeep with the house. Yeah. My, all of my tech would just go to shambles. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't ever eat out again because I wouldn't know how to put DoorDash app on my phone and <laughs> do all that. Like I just tell him, this is what I want. And he goes and gets it. And you know, like the other day, my, my son was like, mom, can you order blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, dad's not here. And he was like, <laughs> okay. And I was like, that's not here. I can't do it. The app's on his phone. So we didn't, <laughs> I made them eat peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll order your DoorDash for you and have it delivered because I at least don't have that going for me. Okay. Like I'm all about convenience. So um, yeah, I have DoorDash figured out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, uh, you know, there's just some things that I just don't feel like learning. That's yeah. one of them, you know? Yeah. Not my gig. Yeah. So we were supposed to be back two weeks ago and we weren't. <laughs> I was out of town. Things were happening. It was I'm like. Sick. Yeah. I think I was it still sick happen. then. I was feeling really yeah. sorry for myself. I mean, yeah, I'm still yeah. feeling really sorry for myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been hit pretty hard. Yeah, but you know, hopefully I, I did start taking some vitamins and, you know, I always thought vitamins were like, you know, fake, you know, like yeah, n- not real, you know, it's just something to get your money or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, but I did buy some vitamins this week because I was so tired and I was like taking naps during the day and I bought vitamin C and vitamin D3 because I figured those would be good for like immune and all this and so I but I bought the chewable kind 
you know, like the little gummies, because, you know, that will make me eat them more. And even if it's, you know, fake, at least they were yummy. It's kind of like dessert. And so anyway, I did buy those this week and I don't know if it was just timing or what, but I felt better since I started taking those. And I'm like, is this just like my brain playing tricks on me or am I finally healing up from being sick or do the vitamins actually work? I don't know. We'll never know. Well, you could stop taking them and then see if you go back to feeling crappy. But now I've got it in my mind that it's the vitamins that work. So I'll never (laughs) stop taking them ever. (laughs) I order vitamins through a company called Care Of and you take like this questionnaire and it asks you all of these questions about your health and your energy and your sleep and blah, blah, blah. And then they like formulate the specific vitamins that you need. And I swear to God, if I don't take my vitamins, I just feel foggy and really not right. So, so this is really interesting. Okay. So you're saying that now, do they offer a gummy or is it the kind you just swallow? It's the kind you swallow. <sighs> I don't think they have gummies. I'm not, I'm, don't quote me on that because I haven't, okay. it's been like, I don't know, two years since I took the questionnaire and I've just kept with what I have. I might have to check it out because I feel like I'm probably deficient in a lot of areas, mm-hmm. but I don't know what. And um, if they, you know, if they like customized it for you, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll yeah. I love it. And then they have these little like packs of powder for energy and one for sleep. Mm-hmm. And you just bottoms up with the little powder and it dissolves in your mouth and get a little boost of energy. Does it taste good? Yeah. It tastes kind of like a vitamin C, like those chewable vitamin C's. Did you ever have Mm -hmm. those when you were a kid? Like your mom would always give you those big old tabs. Mm -hmm. Tastes like that, like orangey. Okay. I can do that. That type of thing. I love it. I love it. I love my vitamins. Oh, so you, you, they definitely work is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, either that or it's just my mind playing tricks on me, but. I'm, I'm going to try to get back on the nutrition wagon because I was doing so well and like I had a trainer and I was cooking meals every night and, but then literally the holidays got, came and then I got sick. And so it was just mm-hmm. like two, like real lengthy kind of bam, bam things. And then we had snow and it was just like, so it's finally feeling like it's like getting back to normal. And then now my son, he's, oh, I had to sign him up and get him a gym membership last night. So he's official. He has a gym membership and he, you know, was drinking. He, I made him a, um, what are they called? Protein shake. Protein shake. Yeah. And he's very, very thin. So he really needs like this extra kind of stuff. Yeah. I tried to make him do it before and he wouldn't, but now that his friend suggested it, it's, you know, he's clicking in his brain. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I made it for him last night. I put a banana in it and he did not like that. He basically choked it down. And then today <laughs> he was like, I don't want it with the banana. So he made it himself. And, you know, I was really proud of him. Of course, I wanted to like micromanage the whole situation, but I didn't. I stayed back and he drank it. And, um, but anyway, so he tells me, well, mom, we're going to have to have steak every night. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you making the steak? <laughs> right. I'm thinking, first of all, do you know how much steak costs? You know, the kind of steak that my family likes is not just the 
cheap steak. It's like, they like their fillets. I'm sorry, but we are not having fillets every night. I'm so sorry that I can't afford that. <laughs> you know, like not happening. He's like, well, his friend has steak every night. And I'm like, well, good for them. Like go over there and eat dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been like researching, like, and it's kind of fun because for me, I've always had to research foods to lose weight. And now I'm researching foods to gain weight because it's not for me. It's for him, but it's like fun seeing the opposite end of the coin. Like, Ooh, he could eat this. He could eat this. He could eat this, you know? And so I don't know. It's, you know, we're trying to be more like, it's kind of like a family thing. If we can, if I, if Matthew's going to do it, then I should do it too. And, you know, get back, get the family back on the train. (laughs) Yeah. I quit cooking like meals every night. I don't know, maybe the beginning of COVID, I think, Mm -hmm. Uh, because Ty was working from home. He had more time. This author gig is like way more than full time. So I was working more than him. So, and he likes cooking. So he took that over except for his idea of cooking is like lasagna and pizza and like all of these like really heavy, heavy meals and so that's when we signed up for HelloFresh. And we've been doing that for a couple months now. I freaking love it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like it as much. It's not exactly his thing. And he thinks it's more difficult or whatever. But at least we're getting like like vegetables with our meals. And when he was cooking, it was just like a burger, you know? Yeah. Like <laughs> not a side of like broccoli or a side salad or nothing. It's like you, you get a burger, you know? Mm-hmm. So at least now it's like more well-rounded and calorie controlled and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so then I, I've been trying to like lose weight and work out, which I'm on a lot of medications that prevent that from happening, but I've been doing like this pea protein shake in the morning, pea protein shake for lunch, and then our healthy a, meal. What is a pea protein shake? Like the letter like, P? No, like P-E-A. P-E-A. Oh, okay. Um, the protein shakes that you normally get, like probably the one that Matthew is drinking is whey protein, which is like a dairy, but me and dairy, we we're on shaky ground. So- <laughs> I went with a plant-based protein. Cool. Hmm. And I'm working out every single freaking day. And do you know how much weight I've lost? How much? None. (laughs) But it's nothing. It It is. is. That's what Ty keeps saying. It's like, it's good for your heart. And I'm like, yeah, but it would be nice if, you know. Right. And you, you know, this is what I'm going to tell you. This is the lie that I always told myself is that you're replacing the fat with muscle. So you're getting fit. Okay. So as you're burning off that fat, you're gaining all this muscle. So you're the same weight, but you're healthier. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. Yeah. I feel better. So that's enough to motivation for me to keep going. I don't feel like as weighed down and groggy and. Right. Well, and I need to get back on my um, stairs up there walking. Yeah. Because that was like, oh my gosh, it was a killer, but it was quick and easy. and. I didn't sweat too much, which I don't like to sweat. <laughs> so, but it was good because my legs would hurt and they'd be all shaky afterwards and everything. So, and it was like, good. Cause you know, our jobs were so sedentary. Yes. You actually get out and walk your dogs and things like that. I don't. 
Like I don't go yeah. outside ever. Right. And sometimes I don't even leave my chair. So this is good for me to do this. But when you are sick and you know, all these things, it's like, mm -hmm. but you know, I've gained a lot of weight since like over the holidays and stuff. And because all we've eaten is junk and DoorDash and you know, blah, 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 all this nasty stuff. I was having ice cream every night and I, that that's bad for me. And I still ate it anyway. And, and now I'm like, okay, something's got to give. Cause I just went up in my jean size after I just, you know, I, I gotta get going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really want you to get an Apple watch. I know you're like against it, but it I swear me. it is so motivating for me. Like it reminds me once an hour to get up and move. It dings. So then I'm getting up and I'm moving every single hour. Um, you have like three rings. You have your stand ring, which is getting up every hour. And you only complete your ring if you get up every hour for 12 hours. And then it has your like movement ring where it's just like daily movement. You have to meet a certain goal. And then your exercise ring. And I am, I'm so competitive that I have to close those three rings every day. And at the end of the day, if I still don't have it, like I'll walk around my house until that freaking ring closes just because I have to. Oh my you know? gosh. You think that and I would be the same? <laughs> yeah. You're so competitive that I think you would feel the exact same way and work hard to close all of your rings. Well, what'll happen is I won't be able to just do this normal. I'll have to go to the extreme. Like I do everything Yeah. and true, then I'll burn myself out and throw the watch away. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll be skinny then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like well, I had to go cold turkey off the Candy Crush because okay. <laughs> I I I looked how many hours I played in a week and it was like you played 27 hours of Candy Crush and I was like what? <laughs> I was like oh no wonder I didn't do any work that week. I was sick. <laughs> So yeah, it's all or nothing. <laughs> all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's fun because like I'm connected to my sister and my parents and Ty. And so when they complete a workout or whatever, like this thing pops up and I just click a button that's like, gives them some motivation, you know, like good job or whatever. And I just think it's so fun. So you could connect it's, me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then like when you finish a workout I can like send you little messages oh that's cute and we can compete oh my gosh <laughs> you'll be walking up those stairs for eight hours a day just to win <laughs> I'll have calves like Ty <laughs> oh, I'll be the popular one with my calves instead of Ty <laughs> my husband has calves that are unbelievable and they are just like pure muscle like they're yeah. hard as a rock and they're sculpted all like like yeah and I, you showed a picture he was doing something on the window and all I saw was these calves I was like yeah. look at these miraculous calves they're like basketballs on each yeah. at the bottom of each like, leg they're huge. I said they're wonderful and you were like <laughs> like compliments no, I told him and he just completely ignored it. Went right back to window washing. <laughs> Does not take compliments well. But when we were younger, people would stop us in the middle of the road, like if we're walking and just 
ask Marvel? him if he was a, a football player. Like, are you a football player? Who do you, you know? Because his calves are just so massive. It gets him attention. Um, now that he's older, obviously no one asks him if he's a football player, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're huge. <laughs> so um, it, I just thought about this as we were talking. Um, how excited are you to come to Tulsa for your first signing? I just saw a notification that said it's seven weeks away. Seven weekends away. And I'm I'm not even ready. I'm not prepared. I be so fun. And I have to go to Mexico in between then and there. Between now and then. That's stressful. (laughs) I know. It's too much. And then I'm starting to look at like my writing calendar. And I didn't take into account that week in Mexico and then preparations for Tulsa. And so now I'm getting a little bit panicked. But um I'm bringing my laptop to Mexico because my in-law we're going with my in-laws and they like to explore they like to go out and do things I am not that kind of vacation person I like to perch myself poolside or perch myself at the beach and just stay there mm-hmm. you know and move as little as possible <laughs> exactly so I'm gonna bring my laptop and while they're off exploring ancient ruins or whatever it is that they do I'm going to write. You got this. Yes. I believe in you. <laughs> but yes, I'm so excited. I ordered my banner. Um, I have some special swag coming. I have a pre-order link out. Um, it's exciting. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I'm so excited to see you. I know. I'm. It seems like, I don't know. First of all, I haven't been to a signing in forever. And um so I'm kind of like nervous a little bit not about the people but like about the um the work of carrying all them boxes and crap you know (laughs) because I it is a lot of work and you know somebody on TikTok asked me oh are all these books gonna be at the Tulsa signing and I was like no 120 books no (laughs) well and we must stand corrected someone counted the other day and said I have 130 books I guess I just stopped counting at 120 because that was like last year so anyway I was like oh okay but anyway that's too many even if it was 50 books it's too many like yeah I I don't even know how to pick and choose so I did do a pre-order because I was like you know if you want a special book and then I'm gonna have to figure out like what am I gonna bring it's so overwhelming. Like that's the part that stresses me out. Is yeah. The, what am I going to bring and how heavy is it going to be? However, my son, he works for us now. Oh, and, right. And he's going to the gym. He's going to be buffed by April. Yeah. And he got seven weeks to bulk up. Yeah. And he even said that his friend will help move stuff. So I'm like, I'm going to recruit these two and be like, okay, y'all get to carry all these boxes into the yeah. park. And you can leave. I don't care. But yeah. you know, when it's time to close up, come back better be back yeah oh, I will pay you that's awesome <laughs> better than me and Holly trying to load all that stuff right yeah. uh is Matt gonna go with you um maybe it it depends he you know sometimes he likes to go and make an appearance but then he gets bored really yeah. easy and the chairs aren't comfortable and stuff so since this one's so close he might make an appearance and then go home or he might surprise me and stay for the whole thing but I, I don't know he is very protective of me and so you know that's it's like a prime location for me to get kidnapped so 
no, <laughs> he's got to go and protect me. <laughs> uh, I'm bringing my mother. Aww, um, so, so I'm finally going to actually get to meet her in the person. Yes, yes. And she, she'll be your new mom because that's just what happens with her. She just mothers people. So and she already loves me. Yeah, she already loves you. And she, <laughs> I was with my parents, was it last weekend or the weekend before? Whatever it was. Um, and I was playing your voice message in the car with my mom. And my mom was like, I just love her voice. She should be a narrator. She could just read any book and I'd want to listen to it. And for whatever reason, that sent me into freaking hysterics. Like I had tears streaming down my eyes. I was laughing so hard. Um, so that was funny. She likes this country, Christy. <laughs> yeah, she really does. It's cute. How cute. Uh, and then I'll also have like a reader friend that's going to help too. Cause my mom, like she's amazing, but she doesn't do like pressure very well. And also she it, like if we are here with the tech level she's like down at the very bottom of the barrel so I worry about like you know her using the little credit card swiper and stuff so. right yeah well luckily it is in Tulsa so if we have tech difficulties first of all my husband he can fix it and Holly will be there Holly can fix anything and she likes to you know basically if we because we're going to try to be next to each other we're going to make it happen even if we have to move the tables <laughs> but yeah. um, it'll be fun because then if you like need something be like holly go help misty and she'll be like you know jump in there so yeah yeah i'm excited <laughs> and we're also doing something special yes we are we've got um we're, we're working on getting the Briggs Ferry Bay, the four books in that series, put into one book for this signing. So I would assume we might have a thick book. I know. I still need to make the cover for it, but I'm excited because, you know, then they can get, get, the, get it signed by both of us. So mm -hmm. I think that'll be a special treat for the people at the Tulsa signing. So. Yeah, I think so, too. We just signed all of our um, Rainbow Box books for Eden Books. Mm -hmm. Yep, that and that was exciting because those covers, like we have, we can't show anybody, but holy cow, they are so cute. Mm -hmm. They are. They're they're special edition covers, and yeah. they're kind of like object covers, I guess is what yeah. you would call that. And then um, they're colorful and pretty, and uh, they just perfect. make perfect. They they're are perfect for the books, so yeah I'm it took I'm a little while because where we ordered them from and they were being slow and then they were messing them up and sending them in batches and but we finally got them all and we got them signed and we got them sent so hopefully the people who ordered those will get them soon Barnes and Noble they are either incredible or a nightmare like there is no in between with them sometimes I will order and two weeks later my books are on my porch like crazy fast and the order's perfect and they're packed beautifully and everything is just and I'm like oh I just love Barnes and Noble and then something happens like what with our 
special rainbow books. I know, and... we didn't show them, but like we had my cover, but Misty's book inside of my, what was supposed to be my book. And then yeah. you got a book that was mine in your order, but you didn't order any of my books. You only ordered your own books. Yeah, I got four and, of your books. Yeah, and I got several of your books. And, and one of your books that was my book had the ending first. Is that how it was? In the yeah. first of the book. And we were like, what? Yeah. And so. Yeah. And I uh, ordered, I think I ordered 100. Wait, how many did? did I order no, 50? I ordered 50. Yeah, I ordered 50 and I got or um how many did I get I got 59 59 books so I got a couple extra of mine and then four of yours that were you know kind of yours but yeah that was just so a random and weird nightmare like, yeah, yeah it was weird so that's why I like going uh, you, you'll hear me say this a million times but I love going through 48 hour books yeah. and like I recently just ordered some for my Patreon for March mm -hmm. and I haven't even told you this yet but um I wanted to get a special like diamond texture to make it look really pretty um and so I you know I don't know what I'm doing I'm just pushing buttons I push like the high quality of every single thing because I was like these people are special in this Patreon so they get the most special book the thickest paper the shiniest ink whatever and the girl that always processes my order it's the same girl her name's Beth and so that's kind of cool that I, I connected with this person over and over and over again. So yeah. it's like, I'm not just a, a robot or whatever, you know, it's like a person and she messages me and she's like, okay, I see you chose this and you chose this, but those don't really go good together. And mm -hmm. I think you should get the silk laminate instead of the glossy because you've got this diamond texture that's going to be glossy and otherwise it's not going to show up very good. And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. I want you to do what looks good. Like, don't listen to me. I was just clicking right. button. Yeah. But had it not been a person, they would have just processed the order mm -hmm. and it would have just been like, you know, not as cool. So I was really excited that, you know, I had somebody to talk to and, and she's like, anyway, and it was a little tweak and it was like a $6 price difference, like total. And she's like, it's going to be $6 more. And I was like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I want it to be cool, you know? So it, you know, I wish I could use them for all of my book orders. Um, but like for it to be cost effective, you have to order basically a hundred and get your free 25. Um, but like with these ones that I did for March, I didn't order a hundred and I still went through 48hourbooks.com and it was way, way more expensive than it should have been. But I still wanted that quality and mm -hmm. I was going to pay for it you know so I guess sometimes you have to decide you know so how fast do they ship um well they're already like I did the order on Friday afternoon they've already got it uh approved by me and in production they're printing it so I imagine they'll send them out like Monday or Tuesday and I'll get them by like Thursday that's crazy so within a week I have really high quality awesome books so that's so cool yeah and, and next time I have to play some big order I'm gonna try and go through them and yeah and and you and they sure actually, get to 100 that's just regular shipping you can if you were in a bind where you needed to get books like pronto they're they're literally called 48 hour books you can they get will them, do it they will rush them out there for a price obviously but Sometimes, I mean, that's worth it if you, if you lost books before a book signing or something like that, 
or didn't receive them or got a whole batch of yucky ones, like they would help you in a bind. And what I love about them, and I've showed pictures on TikTok and I've showed you, is they shrink wrap the books and pack mm-hmm. them all really nice. And that makes a difference when the books aren't rattling around in there and banging yeah. up against the corners and stuff. So when they're sh- shrink wrapped all tight like, like that, it's like they don't get messed up and they don't get scratched up and, and dinged and all that. So, I mean, with anything, it's not going to be a hundred percent perfect because, you know, they're still running them through an assembly line and, you know, that kind of thing. But overall, their quality is leaps and bounds over the big distributors that are cheaper. So it's kind of like, at what point do you choose cheap or do you choose, like, you get the quality and the service and, and, and the, the paper and stuff is like, it's just nicer and, and more, um, sturdy, you know, and, and my readers can tell a difference. Like I had done a book box with somebody and I don't know what or where they ordered the books from. It, it was it didn't even look like they went through like Amazon or Barnes and Noble, but the paper pages were really, really thin. And the, the front cover was just, it was really cheap, like, you know, and I had a reader and they were like, this is terrible quality I'm not used to getting books like this from Kay Webster, which it wasn't actually from me. It was through a book box. Yeah. And I was like, mm, like it was super awkward because like, I didn't have any control over that, but you know, it was, it was just, you know, now I'm, when I go through 48 hour books, it's like, it's really nice. And you know, there was like shiny and like, I don't know, there's just, the colors are good. It's just so much, it's so much nicer. Yeah. <laughs> I should be their spokesperson. Yeah, you should. Well, and they, they, they show your books and their advertising, which is funny to me because they always choose like the wild and free. Like, yeah. Hardback. They chose uh, Hail and did oh, that they, one. Yeah. yeah. And they did that one in a group of other people's books. And one of them was like a children's book. And I was like, Ooh, awkward. <laughs> but I was really proud. I was like, oh, and I shared their little graphic because I was like, they're sharing my stuff. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. It actually probably is a better thing that it's not available on Amazon because they would have to actually you know, if somebody saw it and was like, oh, this is cute. There's a children's book. And oh, I wonder what this hail book right. is. You know, they can't just go to Amazon and order it. Right. Like they have right. to go to your website, hopefully read the blurb. Right. They don't accidentally click it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, That's funny. Perfect. Well, and you know, another place that I like is um, for my stickers is Sticker Giant. And I know you use somebody else, Sticker Mule. And, but I always use sticker giant and I love them because they always give me like 25 or 50 extra stickers, mm-hmm. like as a bonus. And they, um, always write me a little note, like on the invoice, like, thank you. And I just, I just love that. And then, um, if you like tag them in social media, they like respond and they'll post it in their stories and like, they're really cool. So I, you know, obviously I'm really big on that customer service. Like yeah. I want to talk to a person. personalized yeah. yes because to me like then I get what I really want and it's just to me it's worth paying a little bit extra or whatever for it so yeah I can't use sticker mule anymore because it used to be that they would have these sales where you would get 50 for 19 dollars which is you know a, a fairly good deal and the quality was just outstanding but they raised it from 50 for for 19 for 50 to 29 Mm. 
And at that point, it's not really cost effective, especially if it's a freebie that you're giving out. Mm -hmm. So I've been using sticker U, Y-O-U. And the quality isn't quite as good, but they're fast. Um, customer service is good and you know cheap so that's who like my go-to has been but yeah I've, I've ordered tons from sticker giant too yeah I like them and 48 hour prints I don't I don't think I've they're like an Amazon company really I'll yeah I haven't seen them before so um yeah and well in sticker giant they have like the more obviously the more you buy the better price mm-hmm. it is or whatever so like those stickers that I had of me I ordered like a thousand of them and so it wasn't that expensive because when you yeah. start getting up in there it's it's like a better deal or whatever so yeah and I got a message from another author because I post these like pack and order with me videos I keep hitting the microphone hopefully it's not um because I'm talking with my hands <laughs> uh I got a message from another author like it was kind of almost rude like telling me that I'm making other authors look bad because I'm including so much swag with my books and not everybody can do that and like it just kind of hurt my feelings that you didn't even tell me this I know well because I was kind of just embarrassed I guess I don't know I always get embarrassed when people like come after me <laughs> I try to like oh just God. pretend like it didn't happen um and I don't think people understand like yeah I'm totally privileged because I can order bulk but I never put in a package more than like a dollar's worth of swag because I'm able to order it in such big quantities and I subscribe to every single newsletter for every single company and whoever has like a crazy sale going on, that's when I buy, even if I don't need it, like that's when I buy because I know I can get a sticker for like six cents if I order in bulk. Right. Well, and, and, and then it's not like we're, I mean, we're not going in the hole over this. Like it's, you know, it's like, it's all kind of included in the price. And so if that's, I mean, you shouldn't feel bad for this is just your business model and it makes you, it it sets you apart. So I don't see why that that's a a bad thing. So don't feel guilty for the swag. The readers love it. And that's what keeps them coming back and buying your books. Yeah. And they love it. Readers love swag and they love stickers and pins and just whatever little goodies. And like it didn't it's not like you one day woke up and bought all this swag like you've been slowly building it up same with your book books behind you you didn't just do this overnight you can't it's it's too expensive Mm -hmm. but like if you're like me it's like every month you're buying a whole you know set of this or a whole set of that and you're just building it up over time and before you know it you have a whole cabinet full of swag so especially if you're like waiting on like those coupons and things like that mm-hmm. so don't feel bad I'm 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 sad for you like I I need to I need to well I ain't gonna do nothing let's just stop that now because I don't want to do anything <laughs> I it's like I didn't do anything you know right. I just wrote back and I was like oh yeah you know and explained how I do things and where I get it from because a lot of people are you know 
crazy about gatekeeping and I, I don't gatekeep anything. I will tell anybody anything about what I do, 100% transparency. So that's how I well, responded, but. And alternatively, I had someone reach out to me and said, oh, you know, I love your stickers. I'm an author too. Can I ask where you get them from? And I'm like, yeah, of course. And I told her and, and I told her basically what I told you guys just now is like all the perks of it. And then she showed her TikTok and they had arrived and they put the sticker on the outside of the box and then she opened it and there were some stickers and they were all so cute. And then she was like, thank you so much for helping me. And I was like, oh, I was so happy because it's like Aww. somebody else is using them, you know? And yeah. same thing with my pens. People ask me all the time, where do you get your pens? And like, I'll just tell everybody because I feel like these pens are the greatest pens and everybody needs them. So <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, I have had Cindy from National Pen calling me every freaking day last week, every single day. And I never answer because I don't want to talk to them. And uh, I need to place a pen order, but I really just don't. I don't want to talk to an actual person. I know like you're, you like that personal connection, especially with your national pen rep. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. Like, I just want to go online, place my order and have it done. Yeah. No, we get on the phone and we talk for a little while. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> Well, she, she and I, we got things to say. We got, we got catch up. <laughs> and she always cross sells me into all kinds of stuff. And I am yeah. so there for it. And I get <laughs> sold. And, and then she's all like, do you want to put this on a subscription where like every six months you get like 500 pins? And I'm like, sure. You know, like. <laughs> Sign me up. Wanna, yeah. What else do you want to talk me into? Do you need my social security number? Yeah. <laughs> why don't you just put together what you think I need here's my credit card number <laughs> pretty much that's so funny uh, I love swag though I do too it's, it's kind of more for me than anything because I just think it's so fun and I am not like a very um visually creative person you uh, say that but you but, are so full of it everything that you have created for swag is really cool and I'm always I'm always jealous I'm like oh why did I think of that? <laughs> Sometimes I impress myself with it, not gonna lie. Um, you but your little stickers with you on them, your little <laughs> cartoon character, that is the cutest thing in the entire world. I want one so bad. I know. I just, you know, and it was actually Holly's idea. Gotta give her credit because she was like, you know what you need is you need a sticker of you. Your readers would love that. And I was like, that is like so arrogant. Nobody wants a sticker of me. And she was like, okay. And then I was like, well, maybe they do. I don't know. And then, so I was like, so I was like, I'll make a little cartoon of it. Or, well, I hired this guy to do it. Siege Art, S-E-A-J-A-R-T. He's on Facebook. And he does all kinds of like, from like chibi artwork to like anime to like realistic, but like anything and everything you could think of. If you go look at his couples, like I want him to do like a couple picture for me, mm. um, maybe even like an MM one or something. Cause his stuff is so good. Anyway, um, and he's very inexpensive and he's quick and he's professional anyway. Um, but anyway, so I had him do one of me and I, and I basically said, here's a picture of me. I want it to look like me, but I still want it to be a cartoon and just kind of do whatever you think to make it cute. And so he basically took some concepts of a couple of my pictures and basically made it a cartoon and he sent me a sketch and he was like do you like the way you're standing and like all this stuff and I'm like yeah and then he filled it all in with color and I was like oh my god it's amazing and um I had to pay a little bit extra because it was commercial for commercial use but it was like mm. 
like 50 extra bucks or something. It wasn't bad. And I got a, I ended up um, having them made into a sticker and still I was like, okay, this is kind of cheesy. But the moment I like showed people, I got so many book orders because people wanted that sticker. Yeah. Like, okay, well maybe they do like this. Like, and then, you know, my sister was like, I had a good idea for once. (laughs) (laughs) Holly's full of good ideas. Yeah. Oh, well, it's adorable. And I love it. I can't wait until uh, you send me one. I mean. Oh, I haven't sent you one yet. Sitting over here without a sticker. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm such a bad friend. I know. Well, and I haven't sent Jessica one either. And she even said, where's my sticker? And I was like, ha 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 and then she was like no seriously where's my sticker yeah. okay <laughs> I'll send you one okay <laughs> so yeah I need to I need to get my stickers out to my friends yeah they can stick it on their fridge too <laughs> <laughs> I kind of rearranged my office um because Ty built me some shelves to go you can't see them but they're right here for all of my like my craft books so that they're easily accessible because I had them just piled all over my desk. Mm-hmm. So they were here when I needed them. So he did that. And then I put like my magnet board right up here. And right now it looks like an ode to Kay Webster. because <laughs> Over the years, I have gotten so much swag, so many magnets, so many stickers, you know, everything. So they're like all stuck to my magnet board and it just looks oh like a freaking Kay Webster shrine. <laughs> everybody needs a shrine of me (laughs) Uh, so I need to dig out something else so that I don't look like I'm no just leave it your stalker (laughs) obsessed with you uh speaking of stalkers um I wrote I read a um post the other day and I think it was Marie Forrest did you read her post I didn't uh um some guy read her books or whatever and decided to text her how he got her phone number she has no idea how much he loved her books and she was like block you know and I was just like that is so creepy like I understand like saying oh I love your books and and messaging on someone or emailing them but finding their their phone number and texting them like I just feel like that was really crossing the line so creepy yeah and the stuff that he had said kind of almost seemed like he was like you know trying to open the door there like you know we could flirt about this or something you know and it yeah. was just, it is just creepy vibes and I was like and she was pretty like you know like disturbed by it like she didn't expect to get a text from someone you know and oh yeah yeah that's like so far out of what you think what is a normal reaction to loving someone's books that right that would yeah, scare like, me. Like I've been a like a, I've been obsessed with people and and their books and or you know whatever, but I've never like tried to like do that, like look yeah. find their house and send them a, a letter in the mail or you know or anything like that. Like I would just message them or email them because that's that's appropriate. But finding their number, I mean, I'm sure there are ways to find our numbers, but like it's not okay to do that. It's just yeah, it's weird. So. I've um, had some semi-viral TikToks lately, and when it goes outside of book talk, it gets a little bit creepy. Mm-hmm. The amount of messages and comments that you get, like, 
just on your physical appearance, like, hey, beautiful, or, you know, popping into your DMs and being like, hey, you write dirty books, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's creepy. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, I don't get a lot of that, which I'm thankful for. um, Except for the, the one place that I get it is the place that kind of creeps me out the most because of the target audience over there. And it's Wattpad. I get, I kid, kid you not, I get messages several times a week from some dude that's like, hi, beautiful, I'd like to get to know you better. And like the target market over there is a lot of young women, you know, that are just reading. So for them to go and prey on them over on this app, it's just so gross to me. And of course I ignore them all. And then as soon as I get those messages, I block them, but I'm like, it's easy for me to do, but like, what if there's like some 14 year old girl on there, you know, like now they're getting this stuff. It just totally creeped me out. And I was, I don't know. I just thought it was a weird place to go try to find people. It's just creepy. So, so creepy. Mm -hmm. Like nobody was asking for any of that. You know, Mm -hmm. it's one thing if like you're on a dating site, you kind of expect to get things like that, but this is just us trying to do business. Right. You know, that's Mm -hmm. it. That's all we're trying to do is sell some books. Right. And unfortunately we have to, you know, show our personality because our readers, they like to know all of that. And that's part of you branding yourself, but it's not like opening yourself up for, you know, to be, you know, on the market, you know, whatever. I saw, um, cause Willow Winters has her like author advice, TikTok that I follow. And somebody had asked her like, if, if she thought that they could be a successful author without showing their face or showing, you know, name or anything, just going pen name, never showing face, never doing anything like that. And I thought that was an interesting topic because mm-hmm. obviously you can, because there are authors who do that mm-hmm. um, su- very successfully, mm-hmm. but I think, I do think it's harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, it is. Cause you're, I don't know. You're always so careful about what you show and everything. And I don't, I don't, I guess those people don't go to like book signings and stuff. And it's kind of like, once you go to those things, it's like everybody learns who you are. And yeah. um, Like, I don't know if Rena Kent has done book signings. I don't really know too much about her. All I know is that I've been like obsessively reading her books to a point where it's probably not healthy. And uh, she doesn't have any, she very rarely posts on Instagram and it's only her book related stuff. Um, doesn't show her face or anything. She's hugely successful. Mm-hmm. So I know it's possible. Right. It's too, it's too late to turn back now, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> you go uh, scrub your Instagram and delete all pictures of you. <laughs> it's, it was, it was too late for me before I even started writing. Like it was way too late. But I thought that was an interesting topic. Right. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, I never even went into this considering doing that. I don't, I don't know if it's just my personality that I just always was going to be out there. You know, I I don't know. It never even, I mean, I guess it it did cross my mind because it crosses everybody's mind, but I didn't give it much thought, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, here I am. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, I, I'm not even going to like lie about it. I like attention. 
like most people do, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes you feel good. Yeah. And so for me to like not put my face in front of my books and have people know who is writing them that, you know, the books that they're loving. No. Yeah. Praise me. Right. Like, me. I did this. <laughs> look at look at what I did. <laughs> too much of an attention whore for that I guess (laughs) you're gonna really love the book signing then because that's really fun because people are gonna be oh that's the terrifying about it is because I I want attention and then when nobody gives it to me and just walks right past me I'm gonna be like I will be just crippled with disappointment and anxiety then then I'm gonna I'm gonna make Matt sit at your table and (laughs) He will, because he, we've literally gone to signings before. And if they walk past their table, he's like, Hey, Hey. <laughs> and like this one girl, I, I remember to this day, she stops and her face turns bright red and she looks over <laughs> our way. And I was like, elbowing my husband, like, stop. And he says, you come here. And she was like, mm-hmm. he was like, so she like walks over there. Like, like she's afraid, like what's going to happen? Why is this guy talking to me? And he said, you're just going to walk by and not even say hi to us? And she was like, oh, uh, um, and she like picks up the book and she's like, and he's like, do you want to buy that book? And she's like, uh, no, I left my wallet in the car. And he's like, well, go get it. And she's like, <laughs> All I have is credit cards and I'm not supposed to, or no, what do you, she said, I don't have any money. And he said, well, don't you have a credit card? You know, like, and she was just like, taking him so seriously because you know he has that like serious face yeah he doesn't smile yeah so and, and I, finally I was like he is just kidding just you here have this pin goodbye you know because <laughs> I was just like I needed to rescue her from him but like you, if you need somebody to reel people so over to funny. your desk he's the person <laughs> that is so funny yeah wow, and we'll you know see. who's really you know who's really good at signings hmm. Jessica Oh yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Of course yeah. she is. She, She's so friendly and out there. Yes. And one time we had our, our desks or our tables right next to each other and it was right after the wild. So my table was very, very like busy with people wanting to yeah. get the wild. So it was just an unusual situation. And so since my line was like really long, she like went and talked to everybody in the line and just networked her way through my line. <laughs> and I was like, go girl. And she knew enough being a co-writer and enough about my books yeah and she would go and answer all the questions and stuff and I was like I need you in all my signings <laughs> and you know Matt for for someone who hasn't read my books he knows all about them because obviously I talk a lot yeah and yeah. so when people start asking about books he like surprises the heck out of me because he starts cross-selling these books like oh have you tried this one or you know blah 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 like he knows all about them I'm like look at you you do listen <laughs> that's awesome uh Ty doesn't know too much about my books actually probably close to nothing he's only read one and I don't talk to him about him because he he doesn't have the attention span for that like something that's not real something that isn't happening in real life like I don't want to talk about it I don't want to you know that's that's him but last night um he was watching Ozark with me and I'm just starting it and he's seen it and the the wife was talking about um, cleaning money through construction, and I was like, "In uh, the guy, I don't even know his name because I don't pay attention to names, but the main guy, 
mm-hmm. um he's like oh can that can we even clean money that way and she's like yes and I was like oh yeah you can you can do this and this and this and like I went because my royal bastards use construction uh-huh. to clean their money so uh-huh. and, and he you just know. looked over at me like how do you know this how do you know you're like, you would be surprised at what I know. <laughs> yeah. And then he, it went on to the strip club that the guy bought. I was like, oh yeah, my role bastard do the strip club too. And then he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, yeah. But that's the extent of his knowledge of my books. Mm-hmm. Well, I read Matt, one of my books one time, I read him Broken because that was the first book I published and that's the one he wanted me to read. And I literally read it out loud to him one day. It was just kind of like a, a bonding moment, you know, that we were having. And, and I read it over the course of like a couple of days. And he, when I got finished with it, he was like, that's, there's like a real story there. And I'm like, what did you think I was writing? Like, and it just goes to show that like romance is so, you know, like it's just, people act like it's just sex and that's it. Yeah. And it's like, you know if some most people would give it a chance they would realize that what we write is what they see on tv and watch like Mm -hmm. there's romance in just about every single even if it's a side story it's still you know not all of the story i personally don't 100 love to watch a romance show or movie like i prefer suspense and Mm -hmm. you know drama and all that kind of stuff but even in those suspense and dramas there's a love story happening you know even if it's it's already existing or there's one brewing or there's drama between the characters but like alongside the suspense or whatever so it's like you're already read or watching this kind of stuff right there's always romance and there's always sex right and then there's even in like fiction books because I read a lot of just um like apocalyptic fiction that's not romance but there's a love story in there like there's Mm -hmm. always somebody who likes somebody or you know and so it's like why are you so snobby against romance when it's literally already in everything that you read and write and and that you love right and so you they would probably actually enjoy more reading like a mafia romance or a dark Mm -hmm. romance or a romantic suspense when they're watching this kind of thing because they're like getting a more in-depth look into the characters and their emotions but they're still getting all of that like drama and craziness and it's I mean that's kind of how it was for me because before I ever even read romance I read like thrillers and mysteries and horror and things like that Mm -hmm. And I loved those stories. I loved all the, just the nitty gritty, just, you know, the puzzle pieces and all that stuff, but it's always felt like I was missing something. And then it's like, when I found romance, it was like, oh, that's what it was missing. It was missing yeah. the heart of the story, the emotion of the story. And I still want all of that other stuff, but I also want the, the romance, the, the emotions. And so romance gives you that plus all that other, it's like, it's like the full package. So I don't right. understand why people can't seem to get that, you know? Yeah it's just the stigma it's hard to break a stigma mm-hmm. yeah and that's and, all it is and they and what's funny is they act all like scandalized by it like oh, yeah sex in that book those two people that love each other and I'm like okay but meanwhile you yeah. and your husband like right y'all, did y'all not have them six kids like how right. did them kids come about you know like it's like you you literally in your life you're always like looking for a companion or someone you know mm-hmm. for the most part people are looking for love and 
it's like so it's okay in real life but you can't read about it like why like there's like the psychological aspect of it to me is like mind-blowing like yeah our culture is just it's so crazy how something that is a part of most people's everyday life Mm -hmm. and you can't talk about it yeah, it's so bizarre it's to me. It's so strange. Yes, it is. It's weird. And um, who was it that I was talking to? Oh, I had done a, um, like a, a panel the other day, a romance panel. Yeah. With and it was like for the Tulsa, um, authors syndicate or whatever. So it was like Tulsa authors in this area, and basically we were kind of talking about that how, um we really have to try to shape and change how people see romance because they're really missing out. Like there's nothing to be ashamed of. They're, they're the ones missing it. Like it's not us like trying to force it on them. Like they're, they, they're just missing out on this really deep, interesting stuff because they think that it's tacky or whatever they Mm -hmm. think, you know? So it was, it was a good, it was a good panel to talk about all that stuff because I was like, yeah, you know, people need to read this stuff. And and they would love it if they just yeah. gave it a try. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to read all about BDSM clubs if that's not your thing. But right. maybe, you know, maybe you really enjoy, you know, a small town, you know, detective, you know, story or whatever, where there's a crime going on and blah, blah, blah. And then now you've got a little bit of romance. Like, there's all kinds of stories like that, you know? And Yeah, you're watching Sons of Anarchy. You freaking love that show but right. you won't read a motorcycle romance. Right. Yeah. And even thing. though you root for the guy to get his girl the yeah. whole time of the show. Yeah. So you, you are rooting for love and you're excited for those sex scenes when they come yeah. on. So you can see Jax Taylor's booty, but oh, like, man, that's a good booty. Why? Too. Yeah. But like, it's like, so why is it not okay in the book? Right. It's like, make this make sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. That's what it doesn't. No, it's it's, no. it's just it's just crazy talk. That's all. Hey, we need to wrap oh, things up. Okay, we're running long. We're gonna get in trouble with our producer. Oh <laughs> we didn't even have anything to talk about today, and somehow we filled that hour right up. I know. That's what happens when we miss a couple of weeks, huh? I know, huh? We have too much <laughs> to say. So, what are you reading right now? Okay, so. Well, first of all, let me tell you about my books that I'm reading and I'm about to read on paperback, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I'll go to my audio. Okay. So I started reading this book and it's called The World Without Us. Oh, yeah. And it's basically, um, I'm trying to find a way to explain this. It's basically a way to envision what the world would look like once the humans died off Mm. so like what happens to the buildings what happens to um the ecosystem is it a fiction or is it it's it's non-fiction it's non-fiction it's just it says uh, you know it's there's really no way to explain it it's just very interesting and um it just goes into like when um apartment buildings will fall and just like it just how many years in the future uh with no humans to do the upkeep and it just goes into all the little intricacies and obviously i'm reading this to kind of get a better sense for like 
something apocalyptic in writing end of the world type yeah. stuff so um my friend Lindsay told me about this book so I'm reading that one and then this one I talked about it before I haven't actually got to read it yet but I I want to is the relaxed author by Joanna Penn and Mark Leslie Lefebvre is that how you say his name well anyway this guy he um is in he wrote he was the writer of wide for the win remember how much I love that mm -hmm. book and I like just dog-eared that whole book annotated the whole thing yeah. yeah so I figure I'm gonna like this because I like his writing and I like the group that he runs and everything else so um and one day I would like to like do like a coaching consult with him because he does offer those so mm -hmm. he's, he's a pretty smart dude so that's just like authory stuff but for pure enjoyment I am reading on my audiobook and it's called World Departed by Sarah Lyons Fleming and it's basically a character driven zompok zombie apocalypse story mm -hmm. um, and there's four different narrators and it's in first person um which is you it's weird because usually on zombie fiction you don't have first person right so i really really enjoy that and there is romance in it like there's romance brewing and then um it's just got all these different points of views and so you're seeing all these different things and it's super amazing and all of the um, narration is really good it's just very long which i like because it's lasting me forever um and i don't listen to audiobooks like you do like all day every day I just basically listen to them on the way to and from school when I'm taking mm. my daughter so I just get a little bit every day but this book is like 20 something hours long like 26 hours long or something it's like a 750 page paperback I think it's crazy I know and there's like a whole series so I'm just like oh yeah and like I was gonna my I was telling my sister about it and she's like well I don't have any audio credits and I was like oh okay well maybe I'll just buy it for you I went over there and since it's so long it's like 45 dollars if you don't have your have audio it. credit and I was yeah. like never mind you wait till your <laughs> then you can get it <laughs> I'm not buying you a 45 dollar audiobook that's funny yeah they can get quite expensive when they're that long Mm -hmm. um what about you I okay so I just finished dark like eyeball reading dark devotions by Nicole Green uh it's like a reverse harem um really really good I loved it and then there's a novella that comes or that came after called forever devoted and so that's going to be my next one it's taking me so long to read books anymore I feel like this, I've, I've always had insomnia for whatever reason. I went from insomnia to polar opposite in the second my head hits the pillow, I'm out. Like I used to be able to read for hours and hours at night. I pass out every single night oh the God. second my head hits the pillow. So my reading has been a little bit slower, but um, okay. <laughs> I went on, I've, I've listened to a lot of books lately. Um, I decided to stop my Rena Kent tour because I wanted to, um, Sophie Lark, I keep seeing her TikToks. And so I thought, oh, I'll try one by her. So I listened to Brutal, Brutal Prince and that one was really good. But then, and I, I honestly can't stop thinking about this book. Um, 
It's called Kingdom Fall by A. Zavarelli. Mm -hmm. uh, it's part of, what's this? The Underworld, Underworld Kings mm -hmm. world, which is like a multi-author, you know, all set inside the same world. And it's like a syndicate. So the, the storylines are just endless, pretty much. It was so good so good like my heart my heart was racing i was falling in love i didn't know what was gonna happen i just love azavarelli anyway but for me this is like her best work ever i love it Aww. um and love then her. yeah yeah I, i've never read anything i didn't absolutely love by her um and then when heroes fall came out on audio by Gianna Darling and so I'm a couple hours into that one and I read the first book I haven't read the second book but I needed to re-listen to it before I got to the second book because my memory issues mm -hmm. um it's really really good I'm really enjoying it so you're you're listening to all these and I'm still on the same one <laughs> <laughs> well I've had a lot of time to listen lately um because I've had a lot of like administrative stuff to do and I can listen and do tasks I just can't listen and write obviously so that's the only time how, that I stop listening I don't see how you can do that like I can drive and listen to the audiobook but I can't be at home and listen to the audiobook and scroll through Facebook or really uh, do photoshop no mm -mm, I can't like it my brain doesn't allow me to focus so like if if you message me, if I'm listening to an audiobook, I have to pause my audiobook so I can reply to you. Really? Yeah, yeah, because I I can't focus on both things at the same time. It's so weird. Yet I can read a book and watch TV at the same time on my Kindle. Like I don't mm. understand. It's something yeah, about I can't do that. The audio it's like it's harder for me to like compute it in in my brain than with my eyes, but I still like it. It's just I, I need my entire focus. And so a lot of times, like if I'm laying in bed, I'll listen to the book because like if, you know, we're just laying there, like if we're about to go to bed, I'll listen. But like, I can't like pop it in my ear and listen to it while we're trying to watch a show, obviously, or whatever. So yeah, you won't, I mean, I can cook and listen to them because that's almost like, like mindless, but it's like when I have to like interact and think it's too hard. So yeah, I, I don't have that problem with audiobooks. I can do, I can be, you know, creating swag, ordering things, responding to emails. My kid can walk in, like all of that. I can still keep up with the book, but yeah, I can't read and watch a show at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, and then I think also too is a lot of the stuff that I if you think about it, the, the audiobooks that I typically listen to are very different than the ones that you listen to. So a lot of them are world building and there's a lot of um, little kernels of information mm -hmm. that you That's have to That's very store. true. And, and so like yours is generally romance and it's kind of easy to follow, I guess. Whereas mm -hmm. when I'm trying to listen to, you know, whatever, um, like my zombie story, they're talking about whatever like the things they're collecting and you know what what they got to build and all this stuff so it's like it's just more intricate and so I have to really kind of like think about what's going on I don't know it's that's why I couldn't listen to foxhole courts because foxhole what is it the foxhole, foxhole court? court books mm -hmm. because there were so many characters and so many details 
and you have to learn a whole new game. And like, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to it and keep up and be doing what I needed to do. Like that would be something that I would have to eyeball read. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And same thing with the, um, the Raven cycle, the it's YA and there's like a whole series and it's very, it's, um, I don't know if it's like fantasy or paranormal. Uh, There's, I guess, ghosts and magic and things like that in it. And so since there's like a whole world building and Mm -hmm. there's just, and it's very poetically written, like there, so it's, it's like, you're just really focused on listening. And, and that's actually a series that I, I, I listened to the first one on audiobook. And then I had to read the second one with my eyeballs because it was too much to consume and, and I couldn't do it through audio. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like I couldn't continue yeah. through audio. I really needed to read this because it was just, there's just certain books that you, you comprehend differently. And I could right, tell right. I wasn't comprehending it like I needed to. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. That's probably what the difference is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yay. I'm so glad we got to catch up. I mean, we chat every day, but we don't ever just like have an hour to sit and talk. So, right. And when we message each other, it's just very like one little message here, one little message there, just question here, statement there. But like when we get on here, we actually delve into things and discuss things. And it's just more, we, you know, we're not lazy when we talk, but we're lazy when we write. Yeah, we are. Uh, So we will be back in two weeks, hopefully. Yep. I mean, we're not making any promises, but we'll try. (laughs) And oh, and and we thought it would be cool if we did a special um, um, podcast when you're here. Did we say that? Yeah. Or even even a live video or something. That'd be fun. Yeah, something. We'll figure it out, but for sure. Because it would be fun to like do it while we're in the same room. Yeah, I know. It would be it would be super smart if we got some open book bestie swag too. Ooh. Even if it was postcards so people could listen to us or whatever. That's smart. I know. I'm so smart. Genius. Okay. <laughs> you you create it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang it. What did I do? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of the darn it. I don't have any of the little um <laughs> logos saved. So shoot, guess you're gonna have to do it. Oh dang. <laughs> all right don't forget to subscribe follow leave us some comments tell us who you'd like to see on the show because we'd like to get some more guests um and we will be back next time Bye. bye